Welcome, I'm Cliff Hedges. This is Pastor Cliff's Notes. This is a podcast where we're studying the Bible. We're working our way through the book of Romans. Today is episode 559. Look at Romans chapter 13, verses 8 through 10. Let's read our passage. Do not owe anyone anything except to love one another. For the one who loves another has fulfilled the law. The commandments do not commit adultery, do not murder, do not steal, do not covet, and any other commandment are summed up by this commandment. Love your neighbor as yourself. Love does no wrong to a neighbor. Love, therefore, is the fulfillment of the law. This is Paul's letter to the church in Rome. He's writing this letter as a background to the gospel. He's given this letter to give them some strengthening to their level of theology that they have. And he intends to visit Rome after he goes to Jerusalem to spend some time there and help strengthen the church. He's concerned about the church. It's in the capital city of the Roman Empire, so it's an important location. And he knows the church needs to be strong, but he also knows there's some challenges within the church. There seems to be some tension between the Gentiles and the Jews within the church. And it seems to be an ongoing issue in a lot of the churches. But the challenge is, what about the Jews? Do they still have to practice Judaism? And what about the Gentiles? Why don't they have to practice Judaism? And so there's a tension between the two, and Paul's looking to ease that tension. So he started at the beginning of chapter 12 with this challenge to present your bodies as living sacrifices. And now he's been given a picture of what that looks like, how to live as people who are living sacrifices. In the last section, he talked about our relationship with the government. Basically, be good citizens and have a proper view of the government. He ended it in verse 7 with a statement to pay your obligations to everyone. He also said pay your taxes and pay your tolls that you owe. So when I slide into verse 8, and verses 8 through 10 here are really talking about relationships with one another, primarily within the church, but maybe with a hint of beyond that. And so he makes a little wordplay transition here. Verse 7, he said, pay your obligations to everyone, that is what you owe. And then verse 8, he says, do not owe anyone anything. So he's gone from that, pay the obligations, the things you owe, to now, don't owe anyone anything. Now, is he saying you cannot have debt? No, he's not saying that. What he is saying is do not have unpaid debts. He says do not owe anyone anything except to love one another. For the one who loves another has fulfilled the law. One way to understand that is when the church father's origin said a good way to understand it is let your only debt that is unpaid be that of love, a debt which you should always be attempting to discharge in full, but will never succeed in discharging. What he's basically saying is run up the credit card on love, and you'll never be able to pay it off. And you shouldn't want to pay it off. So you should always be in arrears, as far as love goes, of expending love to others, so that you're always in debt, as far as love goes. So he just used that do not owe anyone anything. The nuance here is unpaid debt. So it's not a command, never have debt, but don't have unpaid debt, except love. Now he links it to the law. The one who loves 
another has fulfilled the law. Now, we recognize that. We see that in the Gospels. It comes from the Old Testament. Leviticus 19.18 says, love your neighbor as yourself. And Jesus played off of that when he was asked about the greatest commandments. Matthew 22, Mark 12, and Luke 10 all have similar instances where he's asked about the greatest commandment. Go ahead in Matthew 22, starting with verse 36. One of the Pharisees comes and says, Teacher, which command in the law is the greatest? He said to him, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. This is the greatest and most important command. The second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. All the law and the prophets depend on these two commands. So Paul's just dealing with the second one. He's dealt with your relationship with God throughout the entire letter here. His focus here is on one another. So love one another. And that's the fulfillment of the law. Now, fulfillment, you could basically say you've done what the law demands by loving one another. Love is required in order to do what the law demands. Verse 9, the commandments do not commit adultery, do not murder, do not steal, do not covet, and any other commandment are summed up by this commandment, love your neighbor as yourself. So he quotes here directly from Leviticus 19, verse 18, love your neighbor as yourself. And he's listed some of the Ten Commandments here. It says the commandments do not commit adultery. That's the Seventh Commandment. Do not murder. That's the Sixth Commandment. Do not steal. That's the Eighth Commandment. And he adds, and any other commandment. Why do he only have these? Well, if we think about the Ten Commandments, the first four are directed toward God. You'll have no other gods. You shall not make idols. Not take the name of the Lord in vain. Keep the Sabbath holy. Those four are dealing with our relationship with God. And then five through ten are dealing with relationships with other people. He did mention five, honor your father and mother. And he did mention nine, not bear false witness. Does that mean they're not important? No, he's just giving examples here. And he's not talking about the first four, because his focus here is on one another. His point being, take all the commandments, the Ten Commandments, all the moral code of the Mosaic law, they're all summed up by the commandment to love your neighbor as yourself. In verse 10, he says, love does no wrong to a neighbor. Love, therefore, is the fulfillment of the law. Now, fulfillment, that is putting the law into practice, because the word fulfillment, fulfilled, has a nuance of action to it. It means, actually, by fulfilling the law means doing the law. And so this isn't just love a feeling. Otherwise, you can slip into some kind of sentimentality of, well, I just feel this is loving. But it's, it's doing, doing the things that the law calls for. Now, what do we make out of this as far as the Mosaic law goes? Well, uh, some of the things, religious practice type things like circumcision, food restrictions, the Sabbath, all, those are all dealt with other places where they've basically essentially been set aside for Christians. But the moral aspects of the law, that is how you treat people, that is all summed up by loving. If you're acting in a loving manner toward others, you are fulfilling the moral code of the Mosaic law. And it's not to say we throw out the Mosaic law, because sometimes 
you can get a little off kilter and think things are loving when they really aren't. And that's where the, the Bible, the Mosaic Law, shows us what's loving and what's not loving. And so we, we still need the Mosaic Law. We're not bound to it as like a chain. We see that as a, a picture of what loving other people looks like. So the whole idea of how to treat people, love covers all that. And the law shows us what that looks like. Now, is he talking about within the church or is he talking about society at large? Well, there's arguments about this. Uh, some of the language, like verse 8, where he talks about one another, love one another. Generally, when you're saying one another, he's talking about within the faith community. So that's Christians with Christians, amongst the Christian community. However, down verse 9 and 10, he's talking about your neighbor. And when Jesus was challenged about who is my neighbor, what was Jesus' answer? Pretty much anybody you encounter. So Paul's focus is within the church, I believe. He is really talking about one another within the church. But it would not be wrong to take that to a broader level of a call to love everybody, even those who are not part of the body of Christ. Because we really see that principle other places. We're told that we can't hate our enemies. We're to pray for our enemies. We're told to have charity and mercy toward people around us. To love one another within the church, that, that's a big command that we see a lot of places. But we're also told to love those who are not part of the body of Christ. Paul's focus here is the church, I believe, because he's dealing with this tension within the church. And he's trying to draw the various people in the church together to where the question kind of in everybody's mind is, what about the Mosaic Law? And his answer is, you love one another. That's how you fulfill the law. I'm not throwing the law out. I'm challenging it to a higher level, just as Jesus in the Sermon on the Mount said, yeah, there are rules in the law, but what really matters is an attitude of love, an attitude of submission to God. It's the attitude that matters. And if the attitude is right, the behavior will take care of itself. Thanks for joining me. Join me again next time as we continue working through Romans.